go. Welcome back. Let's finish up strong. It's Freaky Friday here at Corked Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. Use the code MMN for free. They give you the first hundred bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for us. We were up in the Jock Market again, throwing our weight around with all the players that we mentioned yesterday. Everybody home runs. A home run for you. A home run for you. A home run for you. Everybody doing the thing that they do for me, you, and the Cork Stats crew. Welcome back, everybody. We are starting to heat up. Woohoo! We're knocking down those Ramalama ding dongs yesterday. Hoskins, Yard, Castellanos, Yard, Paredes, Yard, Julio Rodriguez, Yard, Cincinnati Reds bet. <laughs> Although, I did go and check that, and the Ashcraft result, not nearly as bad as the Twitter overreaction. I guess, surprise, surprise, if you're interested in what I'm talking about, I did just a little kind of look in, a little magnifying glass, zoom in there on Twitter. Follow me up at MLB Moving Averages. That's MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app, yo. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod as well as subscribe to the YouTube channel here and press the cartoon thumb, but not until I've earned it. And if you don't think I've earned it, then hey, man, don't press the cartoon thumb. This is America, land of a free... Oh, July 4th coming up. Hey, about that. Little segue. Let's get into... Financial independence, right? How do we get there? By let's make some money doing this baseball stuff so it's not just me screaming at my computer as much as I kind of love to do that. Welcome to all the new listeners. I see those view counts creeping up and up and up. And you know what? Is it really a surprise? Is there anything like this anywhere? I don't really think so, man. If I weren't bringing the heat, the 115 EV off the crack of the bat, all these advanced stats, the nuance and context just pouring out of every orifice in our head, then it'd still probably be pretty entertaining. Me banging the drum, blowing the horn, doing the harmonica, the whole one-man band, the big dude with the big mouth from the big apple, getting it done. All right, everybody, let's get into the first pillar of profit. It's daily DFS and jock market. Remember, all kidding aside, man, Jock market is where it's at as far as profiting goes. If you're looking to build a bankroll slowly, some people talk about coffee money, lunch money, or just really understanding how to enact and then deploy and execute a sustainable plan, believe it or not, this will actually help you trade on Wall Street as well. A lot of cool stuff going on in Jock Market. They've added shorting. They're adding block trades. Something that I mentioned, you know, instead of having to manually fill out $5, for shares, $5, for shares. I mentioned to the people at Jock Market, they're very receptive coming up with a block trade. You know, because again, remember, it is a limit order. So if you overshoot on your bid, you get the money back. So anybody that we lay out on the show is worth five bucks, put in a five dollar bid. That way you don't have to rush and fight for it. And if you miss out, hey, you miss out the last part, that inherent leverage. We always talk about the reason we make money in jock market is because when we identify a cheap player, it means there's no demand. Jack Swinsky yesterday, guys like that just lighting up the board. All right, let's get into the first pillar of profit. We've got a lot of work to do before we get into fantasy and a couple bets. We've really been rocking and rolling on these total base props. I mean, that is where it's at. And I think that makes it makes a little bit of sense. That's probably where we have our edge on the market. Really having access to these statistics that I'm throwing at you, the laser focus kind of nuance, all that stuff I'm always talking about. But really, all kidding aside, being granular in your approach, right? If you're going to look for something like total base props, even DFS production, you really, really, really want to get out the microscope 
And let's do that without any further ado. All right, first stack. Let me bring up the stack attack. That's been doing its thing. All right, it's my New York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, those pinstripers. You know I love the Highlanders, and it's been really some kind of season for them. They've been incredible. I, I, even I'm having a hard time kind of buying into it. If you follow my work, you know I'm usually very pessimistic. These Yankees have just been incredible, but they're also just performing health-wise at like 101st percentile. Let's see how long it lasts. All right, give me the Yankee righties against Aaron Savale. What a disaster for him this year. 7-2 ERA, 1-6 whip. The OPS up near 900. His deserved ERA up near 6. Single-digit swing to strike rate. The chase rate below average of 32. The end zone contact rate getting up around 90. So he's not fooling anyone. The line drive rate elevated over 24. The fly ball rate over 41 paired with a 10% barrel equals that 423 expected Woba year to date. Remember, the fly balls are not necessarily the death of pitching right now. Line drives high X Woba is where we get that kind of translation that's where you can tell the pitchers that are really really not just getting hit hard but the subsequent damage that kind of comes with that it's been right handers at the focus of this so remember just because we're saying oh this is like a split tool going on it doesn't always mean lefty righty just keep that in mind Savali being right-handed, he's having trouble spotting the fastball to righties. Righties here to date have a 3.23 batting average, 4.01 Woba, 9.33 OPS. The <laughs> check this out, man. You know I like to dive into the pitching arsenal, something that again you don't get everywhere else. So this is year-to-date expected slug on the pitches, right per pitch. The fastball has a 650, the slider has a 750, the splitter has an 850, and that's just going to land you on the midnight bus to Tuscaloosa. All right, listen, I'm not going to put Aaron Judge. His total base prop is at minus 150. They'll probably move it to three bases at plus money. I don't know who's going to pay that. So I think we're going to not fade Judge, but this is where, let's just stop for a second. This is where the application really matters, right? So I'm giving you a name, but then this is the reason why you have to watch the show really is... I think every name is viable for DFS because of that leverage we mentioned about people diving in on the free squares and stuff like that. But you got to keep in mind the reason I mentioned that is because let's call it a home run is profitable in DFS. A home run is also profitable in total base play. A home run is not necessarily profitable in jock market because the price moves with the player. So a guy like Stanton, if he gets up over 650, we're going to have to let it go. But I do think he's definitely viable for total base props. It's in a plus money. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's first look at DJ LeMahieu, the machine, looking excellent against righties as of late last 45 plate appearances he's a 343 batting average 1000 ops 200 iso right so one out of every five at bats going for extra base hits to zoom in on just a bit 11 percent barrel and seven percent blast against righty so he's looking really good let's get over to Giancarlo Stanton as well do I have to tell you he is a boss against righties year to date 57 percent hard hit rate that's 95 miles an hour 23 percent barrel and 19% blast rate against righties year to date. Just ridiculous. 285 ISO and 14 Ramalama Ding Dongs. So you got to be looking at the Yankees righties today. Of course, I left out Judge, but everyone's going to be piling on Judge. Maybe he'll do us a favor and just walk three times today. All right, next stack. We're looking for the Braves. They're going up against Mike Minor, I cannot believe he is still pitching in the major leagues. I like. I keep checking every time to make sure that it's true and... It is. I'm pretty sure I have. 
And I am struggling right now. Sorry, everyone, just give me one second. Oh, my goodness, because I really can't. Go back. Yes, that's correct. Sorry, Cincinnati in Cincinnati against Atlanta. Sorry about the hiccup right there, but again, I, I, I so many balls in the air sometimes. Just taking a breath. I didn't want to have to scratch this and go back. So it's Mike Miner at home is always somebody we want to get after. We're looking at the Atlanta Braves. Sorry about that. I did have a little bit of cross-up on my notes, but don't worry about that. So Mike Miner on the year. It's been just as bad as you can imagine. 7-7 seven, seven, ERA, 1-6 whip. OPS over 1,000. His deserved ERA is up over 7. Single-digit K minus walk. Single-digit swinging strike rate. In zone contact rate over 93. I mean, this is just not viable. It's really a joke that he's even in the league right now. Cincinnati had a bunch of kind of young guys that were sitting on. It hasn't really panned out, right? They thought they were going to get something from River San Martin. He has not been good. Then they had Connor Overton come and he looked good, but then he got hurt. So right now, man, you got to just smash these guys while they're out there. How about a little bad math for Biner? 52 fly ball, a 15% bow rate, and three and a half home runs per nine. Capital letters, bold block, LOL right there. I mean, just ridiculous. It's been righties doing the majority of the damage. 970 OPS on the year, a 413 Woba. They've been responsible for all five home runs. At the center of it is the fastball, so it's coming in at 92 miles an hour, but the major problem here is the vertical movement. Again, some of the nuance and context you're not really getting elsewhere. I really like to get into as far into the granular analysis as possible because I believe that is where the answer is, where the edge lies when it comes to DFS, daily play, total props, and the like. So the fastball is just so bad. It has a plus 16-inch V move. So remember, we don't want a lot of vertical break. We want a fastball to remain flat. Forget those, you know, adages from back in the day, fastball straight as an arrow. You wish it was straight as an arrow as far as vertical movement goes. Now, we do want horizontal ride, right? So you want a flat fastball with sideways movement. There were deceptive elements that come into this, and you really notice that. Eno covered this at the Athletic. Why pitching up in the zone is so effective, but the real answer is when you have one of these very good fastballs, Mike Miner is the opposite of that, and just let me oversimplify a bit of it. The reason why is a steep fastball, right? A steep angle in, steep angle out. Oga Oga caveman analysis, but that's really at the center of it. So righties, just absolutely um, killing him. So we want to be looking at Swanson, year to date against lefties, 41 plate appearances, last one, 54 hard hit, 14 barrel, 11 blast, 333 BA, 1000 OPS, 250 ISO. All these numbers are going to sound a bit of the same. The Braves are just crushing lefties right now. Duval on fire, last 49 plate appearances, 52 hard hit, 21 barrel, 12 blast, 270 BA, 1100 OPS, a 489 ISO, and six home runs. You gotta look at Duval for total base props to Today, then on to William Contreras. Now, here's another one, a good bit of application when it comes to this stuff. It's a guy like Contreras, if you're batting 8th or ninth, I've been struggling to roll out those total base props. Yes, yesterday, Veerling was screaming on the model, played him in jock market, played him in DFS, didn't play him in total base props. He got it done in the first inning. But just to give you an idea, I worry that the, that placement is going to hurt the extra base, although the Braves are on the road, so they will get the ninth frame. Another thing that you want to think about 
Duval is certainly viable today. Then William Contreras has 47 plate appearances, 60 hard hits, 17 barrel. Remember, that's 95 miles an average, 60% hard hit rate. Just unbelievable right now. 310 batting average, 990 OPS, 260 ISO, and two home runs. So you got to be looking at the Braves righties. And then the last stack up there, we want those Twinkies from the Twin Cities going up against Spencer Watkins for those black birds with orange vests. 514 ERA, 163 whip, and 860 OPS on the year for Watkins. 575 Sierra, one of the highest in the league. How about this? 11% strikeout, as if that wasn't low enough, paired with a 10% walk rate. A 1% K minus walk is not going to do it. 90% in zone contact rate, 40 hard hit, 4. 100x Woba year to date, right? All the math that you hear. We're not just throwing stats. These are the stats that matter, how they pair with other stats that matter, and why we go after them. So we want to be looking at Twins, righties, righties year to date, have a 970 OPS, 413 Woba, and all five home runs against Watkins. He's been really bad with the fastball as well. 780x slug, Two righties on the fastball, three home runs. Year to day, we want to get with Byron Buxton. Last 66 plate appearances against righties, 17 barrel, 15 blast, 1200 OPS, a 482 ISO, and seven. Shama Lama. Shama Lama Lama Ding Dong. Yeah, she was my shibbity bop. Yeah. All right, we're getting a little funky on this Friday as we get into the holiday weekend. Buxton going to do his thing today. Pair him with Correa. Lay 68 plate appearances, 19 barrel, 13 blast, 390 batting average, 1100 OPS, 290 ISO, and five home runs. Give me the Yankee righty, Stanton and the Machine. Give me the Braves righty, Swanson, Duval, and Contreras. Give me the Twinkie righties, Buxton and Correa. All right, that's a stack attack. We went a bit long, but because today, um, I really, for fantasy, I just really have a state of the fantasy union address. Everybody, hold on. Let me just get my note really quick. Excuse me one second. All right. Oh, worked in my little fade button there. Getting a little better with these, you know, trying to... I do enough, make enough loud noises. You don't want to hear me gurgling and stuff. All right, so the Friday show has been a little bit of here and there everywhere, which I think is okay because we're trying to make it work. Last week we did, we mined the reliever advanced statistical board the same way we do hitters and pitchers on Tuesday and Wednesday. Came up with Lou Trevino and Hunter Strickland who got us saves. So I said, like, wow, that worked. Let's do it again. And I was mining through today and there was nothing there. So there's really no point in mentioning that. I think it doesn't mean we're going to stop doing that. I think maybe that's more of a two or three week cycle. Because a lot of times that's how these things work. You know, teams have a closer and they kind of run with them for a week or two. If they're good, they stick, right? So a guy like Trevino closed the door a couple times. I think Strickland did as well. So those teams are bad. They're not really competing. They're not looking to price up relievers, you know, in the arbitration market. So I expect that, you know, that being a good, there's a little fantasy in it right there. A good place to look for saves is on bad teams. I know sometimes we worry guys will get traded, but Trevino and Strickland, I don't think are those guys. So. I have in top here. I have stay the course. It's still early. I know it sounds hard. And I personally, you know, I have been very bad. I'm having a very bad roto season. And it probably makes a little bit of sense. You know, I jumped into NFPC, the hardest leagues and the hardest level. And I don't have much experience. I've always been more of a high stakes point player. I'm doing excellent in those. I mean, real, no shock. I don't, you know, whatever. That's kind of my thing. I expect it. But it makes sense. 
I feel uh, you and I, right, us, we're very good at hitter analysis that's blanket hitter analysis. I don't think it like quality, but it is. It's quality. Point play equates more to good hitting. Roto is more of a complicated puzzle, batting average, steals, run scored, which I haven't been able to really put together yet. Although, in my defense, I have so many injuries, it becomes very difficult. Some people say, well, everyone deals with them. Well, that's not necessarily true in the same amount. I don't know. I feel like a magnet for them. You know, Hanager has done zero for us. So, with the change in the run environment, if he was supposed to be your power guy and you got nothing from him, guess who's behind in power in all his rota categories, right? Teoscar Hernandez missed a ton of time. Now Bryce Harper is down. It's just a, whatever it is, what it is. Sometimes, you know, that is what it is. I think that's why a lot of people in roto play more leagues maybe than I do. I only have a handful of them. Although my fab leagues now I've turned around that started off terrible and now like at the seven, eight, nine standings, which is why I want to stay the course. It's very easy to start saying, ah, oh, man, what a throwaway season. This is no good. These teams stink. It really may not be the case. Other people may have been going through the opposite. They may have teams that were healthy that are overperforming. And now we're going to get into the next one, which has to do with drops and using rolling charts to make your drops. Don't just make rage drops because this is part of that segue as we enter the second half. You're going to have teams and players, GMs, that have players that have played really well that are maybe over their skis that maybe are not going to. And are those GMs going to stick with those players and be stubborn or are they going to ditch them and discard them? And that is one of the big kind of sea changes in fantasy I find right around this halfway point players and GMs that make these kind of rash moves and drop players so I want to stay the course I want to be using rolling charts to get an idea of when to drop similar to technical analysis you can also tweet at me anytime a player that you're thinking about should be dropped please do not DM me well you can DM me but I'm going to put it in public it's just to not monopolize my time on one person i absolutely want to share all the information but let's share it with everybody and then to not overreact into make sure you're sifting through the trash i think the best ads right now are not necessarily the i mean they're all on the waiver wire but they're not necessarily unheard of players they are discarded players all right so good hitters with bad first halves greater than sign bad hitters with good first halves i think that's a really good feather in the cap for fantasy then what else i have that the second half turnaround can be real whether it be health just a break seeing your family health or health or health because people i think underrate how important it is health these guys get no days off and sometimes just having five or six days off there's just no rest like that and you know they're getting all the work done all the training and then again playing with legos and stuff like that with their kids having a lot of fun so i i do believe in that again quality hitting let's focus on quality hitters and underpinning statistics to see if the turnarounds are real then I have to make sure you're watching this show as far as pitching. Because, again, the mining of the leaderboard and stuff that we're doing has really worked, right? So the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday show, for fantasy especially, are extremely impactful. I, I think it's pretty much can't miss at this point. We'd be on, we've been on the front uh, across the board, you know, and that's why. As people are, eh, I don't know this guy, or, again, may not have access to the stats that are time-sortable, like we do, especially in pitching, that will help you pick up on pitch mix changes, velo changes, delivery changes, and the like of that, you know, which I believe are the reason why pitching projections are inaccurate. Okay, and then the very last thing is 
that's it. All right, so that's a state of the union. Fantasy, I've been doing terrible. Hopefully, this is the turning point, you know, and some of the keys that I gave will be the reason that we get it going. Again, I'm, you know, it's it's really staying focused is, is a big part of it, right? It's you got to, you really, really, really have to keep your head in the game. And weekends like this are a good time. A lot of people will be distracted. Sunday night when the fab runs, the night before 4th of July, before July falling on a Monday, a lot of people are going to be doing the big barbecue on Saturday or Sunday, the big party, the big get-together on Sunday. Might be a good time to jump on in. You know, you could probably lower your bids. People are starting to look at football, best balls are running and stuff like that. So, again, just keep your eye on it. And I think the very last thing before I go is what that's what I wanted to mention. It has to do with the rolling charts is a mistake I make sometimes is leaving hitters in my lineup just because they're healthy. Sometimes I don't give myself enough time. So try and give yourself enough time and keep an eye on recency. So it's not about chasing hot or chasing cold, but Cole Calhoun is a perfect example. He's a hitter we identified as an ad six or eight weeks ago. We mentioned when we added him that he kind of spikes and drops. If you are just kind of glazing over lineups, it's easy to leave him in. Oh, Cole Calhoun, kind of a power hitter. He's playing all the time, which he is, which is good. Playing time matters. But you got to be good. And if you're leaving players with terrible averages in the bottom end of their sine wave, they're going to sink you when you'd rather have anybody than Cole Calhoun for those three or four weeks. And there isn't anybody you'd rather have than Cole Calhoun when he's going. So these things really do matter. Keep an eye on the sine waves. Let's leave it at that. All right, let's jump into the bats, man. All righty. Daddy do. I got your first looks up on the board for the audio only listeners. We are rocking and rolling with these first base props, but I'm not about to give up the betting end yet. I got one up on the board. First five betting is an absolute disaster right now. Books are are scrambling. I'm not quite sure as far as money lines and run lines. They know what to do, so they're just mispricing everything in their favor. And if you are willing to play it and hit it, then you hit it. But they're getting people to just... The juice right now is ridiculous. In particular, the disparity in juice between F5s and full games. Something that used to be 25 or 30 cents, something that I would easily suck up because I didn't want to ride the emotional roller coaster. I also wanted the ability to get my money back in a push. Now that like 30 cents is like 85 or 90 cents. It's unpalatable. And as we've seen this separation in teams, especially as offense starts to kick off, maybe run lines are viable, but the twins up there are a perfect example. I think whatever the cover was like minus 170 for the F5. We're never, I'm never, ever, ever going to pay that ever. I don't really like that bet in the first place. It's kind of hard to be up by one after five, you know, even when you have the advantage. I, we want the bats to play out, especially with a team like the Twins that hit a lot of home runs. So let's dive into it really quick. I have the Twins covering the full game run line, so it's minus one and a half. Then we're at around even money, but as I was getting ready to post it, it moved to minus 105, so continue that. To continue to move, I think it's good up to minus 115. It'll probably settle there, so even for the late listeners, I think you're good to go. We mentioned Spencer Watkins. He is a gas can right now. We just went through it all. Just awful. 965 OPS. The righties, 401 expected robot on the year to date. I mean, awful. Five and a half. 
FIP, 5.5 XFIP on the road, going up against Joe Ryan. 3-2 ERA, 1-12 whip, OPS on the year below 700. His deserved ERA at 3.5. 15% K-1 walk rate, which we like to walk rate below 7. Ticking down, love that. He works around the edges. He gets ahead 63% of the time. He's very good at limiting contact, even though he gives up a lot of fly balls. So he's a perfect example of why fly balls are not the death of pitchers, because you see 54 fly ball, but... 17% are infield flies. The hard hit rate on fan graphs is down at 28. It's only one home run per nine. So again, remember, not all fly balls created equal. You can get with Joe Ryan, and the offense is pretty much a landslide right now as well. Baltimore, last 225 plate appearances, a bottom 5, 207 batting average, bottom 5, 279 OBP, bottom 5, 650 OPS. One of the worst as far as swinging strike rates, one of the worst as far as chase rates. That number's up near 35. They have a 286 woe by 84 WRC plus last 7. Flip side to the Twins, just the opposite. Leading the league in runs, leading the league, top 3, I'm sorry, in K percentage, Leading the league in hard hit rate via StatCast. Rocking a 337 team Woba 122 WRC plus team OPS up near 800. I mean, obviously, that's how you get it done. I expect the Twins to run away with this one. And then we've got a couple of total base props, guys, that we mentioned before. So if you fast forwarded through the stack play, I did do the bit of granular analysis. We're looking at Duval and we're looking at Stanton. Duval at plus 100, Stanton at plus 110. They should both be batting fourth or better, I expect these lines to move away from us, right? Move in the book's favor as they always seem to do. I know a few of you out there, you book line-making, market-moving MFers watching the show. I know. You're up in the DMs. I know. You're up in my text messages. You want to know what I'm on the night before. I know, I know, I know. I know how it goes. Well, you got to wait like the rest of us until I get picked up by who knows win bets or whatever. All right. Let's get... It tonight, everybody, and I think that will do it. Yes, that'll do it. So give me Minnesota to cover the run line, minus one and a half. Duval is going over the total base prop. Stanton is going over the total base prop. Remember to backfill your DFS lineups into those handedness, but also make sure you tune in on Twitter for the rest of the day after you've downloaded the Jock Market app and used the promo code MMN, match that first 100 bucks today is a perfect day. And I'll tell you why. These full slates are exactly where we get paid. We want that, right? It's much harder in uh, more shallow slates, um, smaller slates, where we have to be better. Remember, not every player is on a Jock Market slate on these full slates. So... Sometimes production happens, and it's not guys on the slate, which is incredible. When you play DFS, we all know, because every player is available. No matter what happens, any scoring seems to move the standings. And in jock market, that's just not the case. Sometimes there is a late home run. It happens with the 7-8-9 hitter, and they just nothing happens. And you're like, wow, that's incredible, because sometimes that is a big bailout. So make sure you're tuning on Twitter and Patreon where I've been dropping stuff. But don't worry, you don't have to pay. It's free for you and me. We're doing implied team totals, daily starting pitcher ranks, and pretty much everything. I run the MLB moving averages algo. I score every game. We're dropping 
bets with risk management. We do a daily parlay if you're into that stuff. Plus, DFS stacks with ratings, jock market with ratings and pricing in case you're really into that stuff. I do appreciate all the people that are appreciating all the tools I've been putting out. But if you are appreciating the I do, just get out there and thank Patty Mayo because he is the man behind it all. He believed in me to bring this to you, and now we're kind of getting that reaction that we were hoping for. So those tweets, those comments that you put out there do not fall on deaf ears. I promise you, we see every one of you out there. The Tugs, the Walruses, I see you. Mr. Baines, I see you. And CJ, you guys are out there every single day supporting the work that we do. Kev, all you guys for real, the men and women out there every single day, we really, really do see you. We really, really do appreciate you. And I don't ever want to be thought of as one of those people who think they're too good for the followership, that think they're too good for the listeners, because that's not the case. I come from nothing. I come from the bottom. I had zero, and I made it myself, and I know what it means to need to make money at this stuff, to keep your lights on, to keep your kids fed, okay? At the end of the day, don't ever, ever forget that. I care about you. I care about your money as much fun as we have. This is a very serious business, and you must reduce your risk in times of you know turmoil when you go through inherent downturns when we have downswings these things happen right now we're we're picking back up and now it's time to accelerate but hopefully you are not the type of person when things are going bad to continue in italian testadora meaning hard-headed continue to smash your head into the wall remember the definition of insanity doing the same thing but re- expecting different results now that the results are changing, we're going to change the process. So that'll do it. Everybody left you about five, six, or 12 feathers in your cap before we get out of here for the weekend. Please, everybody, enjoy your family. Enjoy your time. Enjoy the freedom that you have because not everyone is lucky enough. Enjoy the perspective that you get here, the nuance and the context and all the men and women, Maddie Best, the producers, all the men and women at Mayo Media Net, we see you. We thank you as we come to the close of this first half. Enjoy your 4th of July. I'm a Yanker Doodle Dandy. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pain. Bye-bye. All right, yo. I'll catch you on the flip side. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. We'll see you in the jock market, yo. Peace.